This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. We had a game against Salt Lake. Don't remember what year. After one minute, Begaman went after Roger and he got him bad. Yeah. Nasty. Classic matchup. I got a nasty one after one minute. And Roger went up to Kyle Begaman and told him, and I heard it, if you have more than one touch on the ball the rest of this game here, I'm going to end your career. For 89th minute plus overtime, <laughs> Kyle Begaman played with one touch. Back at it again with another shade of blue. We are the Blue Testament. My name is Cody Bradley. Thad Bell and Robert Russert are here as always. That absolute banger of a song you're hearing is called My Football Team's Got Me Drinking by the Vanden Arms. So we've got a big win. Big win for the show tonight. Even if he's doing it while operating a motor vehicle, still a big win for Shades of Blue. (laughs) He is notorious around MLS if your team was playing him, but a true fan favorite here. And I'm going to say it, one of the best players to ever wear the jersey here in Kansas City. He's now coming back to SKC, this time as part of the technical staff. Benny Fellhaber, welcome. Dude, that is the hell of an introduction. I appreciate it. Um, there have been some greats in the Sporting KC jerseys, so I don't know if you were exaggerating maybe a little bit, but I am very appreciative of that introduction. One of the most talented players, at least, to ever wear the jersey. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, don't, so, don't take it back, Cody. Oh, I'm, oh, definitely. Absolutely not. One, one, of, my, one of my all-time faves, just because of the personality. And Peter Vermees once said, you have the loudest mouth in the league. That is another reason you are one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might not be an exaggeration, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's pretty accurate. All right. So uh, I know you've touched on this before in, uh, in your initial press conference, but just for our listeners here, what exactly uh, are you expecting your role to be here on the technical staff? Like, what do you what do you see your day to day is going to be like? Yeah, I mean, it's starting to take a little bit more of shape in terms of you know what it's going to look like. Uh, we haven't started training yet, so the coaching aspect of it hasn't gotten into full gear yet. Um, we haven't been going out to trainings and seeing the guys on a daily basis, so that's uh, still to be determined. But uh, I mean, I see, I see my day going very similar to that of an assistant coach. Um, I'm going to be 
um, involved in, you know, the planning of, of the trainings, the weekly uh, uh, training sessions, the getting prepared for, you know, the teams that we're playing against, uh, scouting the, the opposing team, preparing our team um, for, for however we are going to set up against that team. Um, and then obviously being in the room with Peter Carey and Z and, and figuring out, you know, what, what we need to improve on, what's working well, uh, you know, all those kind of things. And so um, that for me is, is huge because, uh, you know, I, I definitely have a goal at some time in the future to, to be a head coach and, and nowhere better uh, to be than to learn from, from Peter and that staff. And so um, in that sense, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, Peter's also um, going to involve me in, in the business aspect in terms of like the, uh, the GM work that he does. Um, you know, I'll be involved with Brian Bliss constantly, Megan Cameron, um, nice. uh, Josh Duffy, who's in charge of, you know, a, a lot of the things that go on in the Academy. Um, and, and so it, it really is this kind of holistic approach of what goes on in the first team and tie that in with what's going on in the Academy and the B team, um, to kind of be that, I think that second pair of eyes for Peter, um, to, you know, for, for me to kind of relay the information, cause I'll be there, um, you know, maybe once, twice a week to kind of, uh, I think involve myself with the players there, let them know that, look, there, there is a connection there from the first team and second team. And one thing that's changed over the last uh, four years after we moved to the new facility is those guys don't see us as, as much as anymore, you know? And so it was, it was a positive thing for them to be able to see and relate to the first team to some degree and kind of have that ambition to get there. Um, but now since we're in different locations, it's good to kind of reconnect. And I think I'll be a guy that can help out um, being there, seeing the guys, they can get to know me. They know that there's people from the first team actively watching them and, and they can ask questions and, and feel connected to, to the first team. And, and, and uh, conversely, I can kind of help Peter um, with, you know, giving him information with, with players, how I think they're progressing, what needs to improve, what is going well, and, and all those kind of things, because Peter's a very, you know, holistic person in terms of wanting to know how every aspect of the organization and club are, are working or functioning. Benny, you sound like you're going to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one thing that I, that Peter will tell you this, but I wholeheartedly agree and always have, you're not busy if you love what you're doing. Busy sounds right. like a negative word where oh, you're yeah, like, yeah. man, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. And I feel like I'm going to be productive and, and that's a better word for it. But man, I mean, this is, the, I, I was talking to the guys today. I'm like, this is just me. You know, when I was a player, so many things, I, I, I wondered how things worked and how, you know, behind the curtain, so to speak. And so now I'm, I'm getting a real glimpse at, you know, removing the curtain and seeing the wizard of Oz back there, so to speak of, of, of how everything works. And so it's, I mean, it's fascinating to me and I'm really excited about it. So maybe engrossed is a good word, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, I need to yeah, get used to, word. I need to get used to calling you coach instead of Benny, I guess, but um, <laughs> so, okay. First day of training, let's say, do you go up to Graham Zuzi, put your arm around him and say, Graham, I know you've been doing it this way for a while, but how about this way? I mean, how are you going to approach being a, the coach for uh, former teammates? I know you've talked about that a little bit, but are you an arm around the shoulder kind of guy or, or what's it going to be? I mean, I think I'm a little bit of both. I think the beautiful thing about what I'm going to be able to do is I have a different connection with a lot of these players and maybe even the guys that I don't necessarily know that well, 
than than Peter Carey and Z. I mean, they've been coaches for so long, whereas I was a teammate of this guys of these guys less than you know a year and a half ago. Yeah. And so the 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 ability to kind of talk to them um, honestly and yes, be in their corner, but also uh, relate the ideas from the coaches to them and 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 let them know that look, my job is is to improve the team not to you know in any way come at a player and have them you know not not uh not be utilized in the right way and not get the best of them i mean it, it's literally what's best for the guy what's best for the team and 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 my goal is to be able to use my relationships with those players since i'm so you know uh, not long removed from that environment to be able to have them you know connected from the coaching staff to the players and i think that's something that I can definitely uh, do at a, at a high level and, and be able to influence the team to perform at just, you know, a more efficient way. Awesome. Hey, awesome. Thank you. Hey, Benny, it, yeah. one of the things that the fans and the media always loved about you is you were very honest and sometimes a little bit outspoken about certain things. Um, is that something you're worried about that you're gonna have to like kind of pull back a little bit now? And, you know, is it, so, you know, maybe something Peter's talking about, or, or is that just something he doesn't even notice? No, I think within the organization. So within our circle, our, our circle of trust, so to speak. Right. I think I'll, uh, that'll be a, a benefit to me, you know, be able to, to, to speak to Peter and the staff, uh, you know, bliss, uh, and, and the players. Um, I think the ability of me to be honest and people know that about me, I think that's going to be a positive because, people aren't going to think, Oh man, what, you know, what's his uh, ulterior motive here? What, what is he trying to get at? And that's sometimes how, how players think it's like, why, why is the coach saying this to me? Or, you know, is there a reason for that? Or, or what's he trying to get out of it and whatever. And from, and I think most guys know for sure, the guys that have been around me know that, look, I'm a no filter kind of guy. I'm going to tell you what I think and let's have an honest conversation. If you disagree, let's, let's talk it out and, and figure out what's best. And I think that'll benefit me for sure. Um, I think the one time, the, the one uh, uh, situation where I'll have to pull back a little bit is more that, that public side, right? And I think as a player, you know, I, I tended to say, you know, what I thought. And I think as a coach, you got you to gotta always protect the, the, the club, the, the organization. And there are certain things that you don't want to share with the outside world, whether it be, you know, media, whether it be, uh, you know, friends or, or, uh, colleagues that you've known along uh, the course of your career that maybe work for other teams in the league or whatnot. And those kind of things will be things that I have to actively um, think about and, and not divulge too much information. Definitely not any information that I, I don't want other people to know about our organization because it could potentially affect us in a, in a competitive way. And so those kind of things I think I'll be, I'll have to, you know, be a little bit smarter with, but in terms of my honesty with, with the guys within the club, I think that'll be a huge positive. Well, we're going to go ahead and uh, test you on that right away here. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do remember you, I do remember you speaking about, uh, you know, the CBA discussions and things like that in the past. And that's obviously at the forefront of news around MLS right now. So I was very curious to, to hear your, your perspective on, on, you know, a potential lockout and, and everything going on with the, with the league and the players union. I mean, I, I would be very disappointed because I'm so excited about this season, um, the the team that we have, uh, my 
you know, my goal in terms of immersing myself into it and learning and, and being in a normal, you know, season long environment. So I would be very disappointed if for some reason the, either the season doesn't go or it's shortened or it's locked out or whatever. Um, but I mean, obviously I understand how, you know, how it works. Uh, I've been part of that process as a player. Um, it's hard work. It's, it's, it's time consuming. And, and sometimes, you know, you, you, re, you, you feel like sometimes you reach an impasse. I'm hoping that's not the case now, but you know, we'll have to wait. I know that there was a, I think there was a deadline sometime this week. Um, but, but we'll see what happens. I mean, in terms of what I do from, from day to day doesn't change, uh, until, you know, we have more information, but I, I mean, if you're asking me personally, I, I really hope that it gets worked out one way or another, um, where it makes sense for, for both sides. Uh, and, and I think that's, that's happened in the past and, and, and hopefully it, you know, we can, the players and the owners can, can find a way to get this done. I think you are finding a good way to balance out that you're uh, giving a good political answers, Benny. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's political and honest, um, but yeah, I, I think I, I uh, accept your, your, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a compliment. It your was com- a compliment. Your compliment, I guess. Your compliment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Your compliment. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't we won't test you too much on that. Well, we're not a very serious show here. We we like to be the the exact opposite of serious and make fun of shows that are serious. So, how about what is the most pissed off you ever saw Peter Vermees? Pissed off. <laughs> Good one. I'll, and who I'll tell pissed you, him off? I don't think I don't think he was pissed off on this one. I was actually not on the team. I don't I don't think he was pissed off, but it was. It was almost like he was so surprised. And that was when uh, they were playing the second game of the year against Vancouver in 2020. Before the before That's exactly the what I was pandemic. thinking about. <laughs> and when he, he could not believe, I mean, I, I'm not going to say the word that, you know, somebody told him apparently on the <laughs> Vancouver bench. And the funny thing is Mark DeSantos is, is the coach. So I know it wasn't him. I, I think it was one of the assistant coaches, but it, it's just funny. They've worked together. I knew Mark from LAFC and I was like, Oh my God, who just said what yeah. Peter is saying that, you know, they <laughs> called him and Peter was just, Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, obviously people made a meme <laughs> of it and, yeah. and whatnot or a gift. And, and it was, it was hilarious, but I'm sure he was pissed off, but it was almost like so much surprise that he couldn't really be too angry. Yeah, one of the one of the best one of the best gifts the league has ever produced, without without a doubt, for sure. <laughs> All right, Benny. So um, I'm gonna go back to high school for me here, and I, I was Im- impressed and somewhat surprised to see that Don Ebert was a coach of yours. I'm with St. Louis, and he played indoor soccer there. But anyway, speaking of coaching, you know the whole coach thing. My high school coach, yeah, he he was a baseball coach. He wasn't a soccer coach. Uh, he hated the football guys <laughs> though, and his catchphrase was. Every time in practice, you say this at least once. If you can't handle it out here, go be a pussy and put on the pads. <laughs> so that was his coaching catchphrase. Two-part question. One, what are some uh, catching catchphrase that Vermees or Bob Bradley had, and what do you think yours might be? What's going to be your coaching catchphrase? Oh, that's a really hard question. You should have you should have given me this question before I came on the air. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to come up with this top of my head. Um, you don't have any Bennyisms Bob, that are your Bob, go-to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. 
not real. I mean, I probably do, but you know, like when you say it, you don't realize and other people would say like, yeah, you say that all the time. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah. I'm not exactly sure, but Bob, I remember would always say that it's about the work, you know, uh-huh. um, it's about, oh, that the sounds work. very it's Bob about- Bradley. And, and the other one that he says is, can we raise the bar? You know? And so that's <laughs> definitely one for Bob. Um, Peter, man, I don't know if Peter has one that I, I can really, you know, go back to. I think it's fuck uh, off. I think that's Peter's catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Peter doesn't. It's funny, like the, towards the players, he he wouldn't talk like that very often. I mean, but yeah, he he's. I don't know about Peter. I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that one. And then for me, <laughs> oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I would say that. Um, I don't know if I have a catchphrase, but I, I'll always stick to the more, you know, tactical side of the game as opposed, as opposed to the brouhaha, you know? And so I'll never be a guy that's go, you know, let's fucking go. Like, that's not me. I'm not going to coach like that. Get, <laughs> get them, you know, pumped up and, and that kind of thing. So I'm always the guy that will come off to the guy in the corner and be like, hey, by the way, this is one thing that I noticed. Maybe try and utilize that or something like that. But catchphrases, you're going to have to ask me in like two, three years from now, and I'll let you know if I <laughs> – if I developed one or not, because I can't come up with it on the top of my head. <laughs> Deal. We'll, we'll definitely catch you somewhere by the end of the year to see if you have one. Though. <laughs> um, fair, fair. That's fair enough. All right. Because uh, I, I, I think Peter actually changes his every year, at least for the media, because he says things like uh, every roll of the ball was one for a long time. Oh, yeah. uh, at the end of the day, we do this. But it changes like every day, year. That's a good Peter one at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so, I've heard that one from Peter before. All right. Following up on these questions, because um, I've wanted to, I've wanted to ask this before, but you can probably be a little more honest with me now. What's the stupidest question somebody in the media has ever asked you? And part two is, did I ask it? <laughs> <laughs> well, part two, there's no way I will remember whoever asked any stupid questions. Um, Good oh, for man, Thad to know that. Because he just doesn't asked. care that much. <laughs> well, the, the, the stu- the, it, I won't say it's the stupidest question I've ever been asked, but it was the question that was actually super innocent that, that led to, I think, maybe the biggest rivalry with Salt Lake, which was wow. I got asked, what is what – is, what was the question? It had to do – so if you guys remember that, um, oh, week. I already know where I you're going. That, of course, <laughs> that I don't know if you were there or who was there during that week, but I got a press conference the week of. Do you remember what team we were playing that week? RSL. Anybody? No, we were not playing RSL. That's oh. the funny thing. Oh, no, we we're playing RSL. Nice. Uh, no, I'm sure I was there though. So the question was something like, you know, what are your biggest rivalries in the league and it, where, you know, where would you put, you know, what's the biggest rivalry you have or whatever? Oh, it was, it was we probably Chicago again. or Houston. Houston. Yeah. Houston. We were playing the Houston Dynamo that week. And I didn't even think about, oh, yeah, they're asking a question about the Houston Dynamo. Like, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. And obviously, I mean, so one thing from my perspective is I wasn't here for 11 or 12. And so, you know, right. that, that probably, you know, kind of went over my head. For, for, during that moment right and obviously we beat them in 13 but for me i mean salt lake was always the game that we really you know we wanted to beat them they wanted to beat us it, it got like 
you know, physical and that kind of thing. And so it was right away. I, I said it without even like stuttering. I was like, yeah, Salt Lake. Salt Lake's the biggest rivalry we got. And everybody was hoping that I'd talk about Houston because that's who we were playing against. So um, it was kind of, I wouldn't say it was a stupid question or even a stupid answer, but it kind of just like went in a, a stupid way where nobody was expecting it, you know? And so um, that, that was funny. Um, and everybody and guess, in the media is looking you know, at each other like, whatever you want to just say that. that? <laughs> but see, that's exactly, exactly. why People we loved you, Benny. Like, what's that? <laughs> that's exactly why we loved you. Is you, you didn't care <laughs> with the question we asked. It was you just gave us the right answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One thing that I have to learn from that. <laughs> and that was very rare. That's very rare among Sporting KC players who are all very well media trained. Matt Beesler, the robot, just gives like the most political, great answer every time. So that was why you stood out so much. <laughs> yeah yeah in the time that i've been doing this stuff you were in the top two i'm not going to say number one or number two top two most honest answering people uh consistently i mean every once in a while some players would be very open but a lot of times they wouldn't be as open uh but it was you and jimmy nielsen (laughs) oh really yeah jim jimmy's a good one though because somehow he always makes an answer sound good though too yeah he'll be honest but but it's always like, oh, yeah, that's great. Like, we love Jimmy. It was always a good answer. Both friends of the show. Jimmy has been on a couple times. We got two, the two sporting legends, friends of the show. Yeah, yeah. J- Jimmy's the man. I, I do have to say, going back to Bob Bradley, he's the only guy I've ever pissed off in an interview. So, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty straightforward, <laughs> I think, too. <laughs> he looks like he'd be easy to piss off, too. Short, yeah. short rope for him. <laughs> yeah I've, I've pissed off a few players but and probably pissed off pv a couple times too so benny well, forgive me here be, i've got be careful what you guys ask then yeah <laughs> uh I've got, I've got a kind of a long-winded question here i oh, a, a lot of times <laughs> a lot of the times when players leave the game they either choose the route of of you know a broadcaster or coaching and you're kind of towing the line in between with both there as, as a member of the technical staff. And you've of course got the SBI podcast, which I think is fantastic. And the best part of that show for me is the, like we we've been talking here about honest and open you, the, the players you have on give you these answers as if you are just speaking to them, you know, not on the air, not doing a podcast when essentially the, it is the same as if they were, you know, answering a question post game to the, the the newspaper beat reporter or on a on a local radio show. So I'm interested in, in you know what you think the difference is or, or how you're able to get some of this stuff out from these players. Is it just that they trust you that they'll that you'll cut something that might get them in trouble or you know it's, I I just. That's what I'm going for in an interview is to get that much openness from the person I'm interviewing. And so I, I, I respect that a lot. And that's my favorite part of the show. So I was curious as to, as your thoughts on all of that. Uh, I would say that it has to do more than just that, but we do give that, that option to everybody at the end of every show. We're like, Hey, is there anything that we went over that you don't want to be out there? And so they do know that before and after um, we remind them, that look anything that you want out we get out so obviously that's one thing but I I don't think that I mean I think it makes a huge difference who's interviewing them and regardless you know regardless Mm -hmm. of everybody else gets to listen to it the same way whether it's my podcast your podcast or you know whoever's podcast um, I do think it just makes a difference and 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 the fact that 
we have all shared the field at one point, you know, whether we played on the same team or against each other, or maybe not even against each other, but, you know, we're both, we've both been through whatever it is that, you know, professional athletes go through. I think there's just a sense of respect there and, and, and it, and it benefits me and, and Ike yeah. and Sal to be able to ask those questions and, and get honest responses. And I think that, uh, it's it's kind of similar to something that I hope I can take into, you know, the coaching profession and utilize that. Look, there's a sense of respect. I was I was a player a year and a half ago. How how can we get the best out of you? And what I'm saying is is being honest, and I and I want honesty back from the player. And I think that's one thing that I hope to utilize as 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 a coach um, to get the best out of the players that that I'm coaching. And so. Um, unfortunately for, for you guys, I don't think you're going to be able to get the same honesty out of professional athletes as, as me, Ike and Sal were able to, I'm, I'm sorry to, uh, uh of course, give you that, <laughs> that information. I thought we just did Benny. I thought we just did. Yeah. That felt, that felt real. All right. So we got how about one more, one more question and we'll let you get out of here. Uh, it's an easy one. A very, a very easy one. I know you're a big, I've, I've heard you talk in sports and every post games, there were always a, you know, an NBA game or something on the TV there in the locker room. So I got to ask you here and, and you also, you spent some time in new England. So I just got to make sure I'm going to give you a softball one here. Brady or Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Real tough answer there. <laughs> All right, dude. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I'll just follow up by saying the chiefs are, head and shoulders better team than the bucks i'd oh, be yeah. i'd be shocked if they don't win but you never know uh brady is still the quote unquote goat because he's obviously won as many times as he has um i don't think i honestly don't think brady at any point in his career was as good as mahomes is right now as much as he's won he knows how to win he's been on good teams yep but i mean mahomes has all the i think it's similar to it really is similar to a jordan lebron debate but we'll see i mean i i i think mahomes will win this one and and i'm sure he'll win some more down down the line but it's uh it's it's a good question although i would take i i think i would just take mahomes at any point in time really yeah the man knows how to please kansas city fans (laughs) (laughs) hey don't don't forget i'm a ravens fan so had it been that's true you know had it been the afc championship game that I was hoping for, I, I wouldn't have been pro chiefs, but uh, I've, I've adopted the chiefs as my second team. So if the Ravens are out, <laughs> then, then let's go chiefs. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I did, I, I sent some messages to get some Intel on you for good questions to ask. So we've got, we've got a lot more we can ask you. So we hope to have you back on again soon, but we thank you very much for joining and, uh, and yeah, good luck this season, man. Thanks guys. I appreciate you having me on and let me know uh, when I can come back on. All right, cool. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Coach. All right, Thanks, Benny. Thanks, Benny. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna get him next week, right? That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should let him coach a practice first. Yeah, really. Yeah, I guess okay. so. If the practices ever happen, I guess the practices will happen. It's it's if the if the games actually start. <laughs> Tomorrow's the deadline, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm, I meant to look awesome. that up whenever he whenever they, he mentioned it. They extended it a day. I think it was supposed to be tomorrow, but they said they extended it 24 hours. Oh, really? Okay. Um, MLS just came out with an announcement, but I'm, I was never sure if it was 
tonight at midnight or tomorrow at midnight or what so they said they're they made some progress um they extended it 24 hours oh okay that's and i i have i didn't read the email in detail because i was rushing to do other stuff we think that's gonna get settled right they're gonna figure this out there's not gonna be a lockout well if there's a lockout i don't think it'll be long but i think mls is getting tore up in um you know by the fans the court of public opinion yeah so you know i mean it's it's one of those like i can understand the the desire to minimize some risk over time and all that shit but they just went about it in a terrible 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 way and they've lost every ounce of goodwill at that point so Mm -hmm. yeah tomorrow night midnight is the deadline um, so I, yeah, in my opinion, yes, there will be games, there will be practices, uh, and if there, even if there is a lockout, I don't think it'll be super long, because I'm guessing the, cause I forget the exact start time for the season, but we still got a couple weeks before, you know, training camps officially open too. So, all right, Thad, well done on uh, on locking down the Benny, taking a shot. The shooter's got to shoot, right? He took a shot. We got Benny on the pod, so well done on that, man. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC and join us at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. And we'll talk to you soon. Go Sporting! Drinking, my foot for